we often get asked, how much does digital marketing cost? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to show you the different pricing options that most agencies offer, and then I'm also going to help you understand what your marketing budget should be and which option is best for your company. Welcome back to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, the podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. I'm flying solo today. There are no guests on the show for this episode, but it's still going to be jam-packed with useful information. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Thomas. I'm the host of the show, and today's episode is a little bit different than most, uh, mainly because I don't have a guest joining me. I'm just recording by myself today. Uh, and I'm going to begin doing these uh, every once in a while, uh, sort of to offset the blog content that we would typically create because uh, we don't really do much blog posts. Uh, so we, you know, we mainly focus on the podcast for our our content. So I'm going to start doing these one-off uh, podcasts every once in a while, uh, just to backfill that that void on our website uh, for blog content. Um, but it's going to be very helpful uh, tips. It's going to be actionable tips that if you're an HVAC business owner, you can apply to your business or you can um, ask yourself, are we doing these things? Should we be doing these things? Uh, and my goal here is that you will uh, get something out of this that <clears throat> will help you grow your business. So for today's episode, we're going to talk about how much does digital marketing cost for an HVAC business? Now, this is um, a question that we get a lot, uh, especially when talking with prospective clients, is how much does this all cost? And it's a straightforward question in the business world, uh, but like a lot of things, it's uh, very complicated to answer that with a straightforward price because we're not a commodity service, we're not a product, uh, so we don't have really a you know a set retail price for for everything. You know, we do have some services that um, that have a more of a flatline fee, um, but it, it depends really when working with us. Uh, but I'm not here to talk to you about Rival Digital's pricing model. I'm here to talk to you about the different types of pricing in the digital marketing world and to help you better understand each one, how they work, and which one is best for you. So typically when it comes to working with uh, a marketing agency or um a, a marketing vendor or maybe uh, hiring someone, you want to first understand what your marketing budget is because you're not going to understand how much you can afford to spend with them until you first understand how much you're willing to spend towards marketing and advertising your business uh, or your service. And so typically here at Rival Digital, uh, if we have a prospective client or or a client who is unsure of their marketing budget and needs a little guidance, we will help them understand a, a budget and 
Um, it really comes down to what is your business goals and what are the needs of your business and what is the what's the five year plan for you? What is the goal for your business that'll help us understand um, how much money you should put towards it and and also what's your revenue look like because uh, the average the average business out there is roughly investing about 10% of their annual revenue towards marketing. Uh, and you know, that can fluctuate some more, some less, depending on uh, how aggressive you want to go to market with your brand. So if you're the type of business owner where you would rather invest um, more money into uh, operations and a little bit less into marketing, but you want to make sure that you know, your operations are, are top notch, um, that's cool. You know, you can do a little bit less for marketing. Um, but if you're one of the companies that just wants to flood your area with advertisements, with, uh, messaging and really kind of drown your competitors out, you might want to go a little bit more than 10%. You know, we've seen some clients go as high as 20% of their, uh, their annual revenue towards marketing. So before you get started with an agency, before you hire um, an in-house marketing person, before you do any type of that, you need to first understand, one, what is your marketing budget? So once you have that figured out and you know what your budget is for the year and also for the month, you can begin shopping for an agency or a partner. And so there are four different types of uh, pricing that I'm going to talk about. Uh, three of which include an agency, one of which includes the in-house option. Uh, and each one has their pros and cons. So I'm not going to write off any of these. I'm also not going to um, discredit any of these because all of them have upsides and downsides, including the one that we choose here at Rival Digital. So the first method of pricing for digital marketing is hourly rates. So this is something a lot of freelancers do. Uh, and a lot of maybe early starting businesses do is start with an hourly rate. And this will be say 50 to 100 bucks an hour, maybe sometimes more. And you get billed based on how much, uh, I guess how many hours your marketing partner spends on a particular project, campaign, uh, or uh, monthly maintenance. So this is a great way to go if you have uh, not a monthly or consistent need for marketing um, and you have a little bit, I guess, less of a budget and you are trying to uh, just get by by doing a few things like make a website or uh, pay someone eight hours a week to you know post on Facebook. So the hourly rate um, is an option. Uh, there's the huge downside to hourly rates is that you can't control um, the numbers. So you don't know what your monthly cost is going to be. Because if you ask, you know, if you ask Joe, the freelancer to make you a new landing page, well, you might have budgeted for four hours at $100 an hour. But during those time or during that time, he was working on it. The uh, the website might have been outdated and he had to do some updates. When he ran that update, it, it broke something. He had to go fix that. Uh, after he fixed that, he got around to the page. 
um, but then noticed that something wasn't compatible. So we had to find a solution to that. Oh, there goes your four hours. And now he's going to get started on that landing page. And now he bills you for eight hours. So now instead of spending $400, you're spending $800. Well, you're screwed now. So the hourly rate is good if you are not looking for a consistent monthly service, but can have a downside if you are using it as a monthly service and you go over your hours uh, because then you're going to have to uh, reconcile your budget and um, pay more than what you had planned. The next option is project-based pricing. Uh, and now this is something that we see a lot here in the HVAC industry for websites. Uh, we have a few competitors of ours that charge a one-time fee for their website. And uh, the, the upside to this is that you're, you're capped. You know exactly how much you're going to spend up front. You pay them to do the work. They do the work. You shake hands and it's done. The downside is that your website is now left in the hands of you and you may not know how to update it. You may not know how to go about doing uh, security checks. You may not know how to go about uh, maintaining the website and keeping it up and running and operational. So now you're gonna have to reach out to that company after you've already given them a lump sum of probably thirty dollars to $40,000 you're going to have to reach out to them again and say, oh, my website, uh, I need to update this page. I need to uh, update these plugins. Well, they're going to charge you now. And it's likely going to be an, an hourly rate. Um, so project-based fees are interesting. Uh, they, they work best when it comes to website design. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just say this right now. If you're speaking with a marketing agency and they price SEO as a project-based line item, you need to walk away immediately because SEO is not a one-time thing. It's not a, um, a one-time project. It is a, a monthly effort. And if someone prices it as a project, you need to go. You need to leave right then and there. Um, so project-based pricing upside is you pay everything up front. Downside is you might have to pay more if you need updates or support. Monthly retainers. That is the third option here. A monthly retainer is a contract fee. Uh, so like it's a monthly retainer model, uh, and it's flexible. And this is the uh, more favorable option, in my opinion, um, the the pros to the retainer is that you buy once and you don't have to go through the buying cycle every time you need something done. Um, you know, you just you determine the scope of the work up front. You determine the monthly cost up front. You can uh, you can plan for this in your expenses um, several months in advance. Um, so if you're a you know a very clean cut business operator and you plan out all of your monthly expenses to a T, the monthly retainer model is best for you. Um, but the, the good thing about the monthly retainer model is that as your business adapts and as your business grows, 
you have someone in your side of the, the ring who's able to adapt your website, adapt your brand messaging, adapt your Facebook page, uh, and you're not being nickeled and dimed and charged you know, an extra 800 bucks per hour and uh, having to do an extra project with them. It's all accounted for in that, in that monthly retainer. Now, if you ask for an additional service, you may, you may get billed a little bit more, uh, but that's just with anything in life. If you go to McDonald's and you order a double cheeseburger and a medium french fry, they're going to say, okay, that's $3. And then you say, okay, cool. I also want a McChicken. They're going to say, okay, that's $4. They're not going to just give it to you for free. So keep that in mind. If you're working with an agency that has a monthly retainer model and you ask for additional services, you're going to have to pay additional dollars. So that's there's a lot of pros to the monthly retainer model. The downside of this model is that you get a bill every single month. Um, and within the HVAC industry, your business probably experiences some type of seasonality. Uh, so a lot of HVAC business owners ask us, well, we'll just stop it in the off season, right? Well, no, we, we won't just stop it in the off season. We're going to keep billing you every month because that's, that's how this works. And what we can do is, um, continue running advertising, which is what we believe a lot of people should do, or we can just build up a pot of money, uh, for the next season. So, uh, the retainer model is very favorable for the, the business operator who understands their monthly expenses. And then obviously the last option here is hiring a full-time employee for marketing. And this is for the businesses out there who maybe they're in that, uh, <clears throat> that middle phase of the road where they've already, they've hit their first million in revenue, uh, and they're looking to grow to 10 and they hire a marketing person. So, there's a lot of pros and cons to hiring a full-time employee in-house. I'll go ahead and say that it is not the most cost-efficient way to do this. I know a lot of times uh, business owners think, well, if I hire a marketing person for $40,000 a year or fifty or $60,000 a year, they'll handle my SEO, my website, my online advertising. They'll handle my social media. They'll handle all this stuff. Well, the 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 chances are that one person is not an expert at all those things. They're probably good at maybe one thing. Maybe they're good at social media. And then they're going to learn how to make a website on a free builder like Wix or Squarespace. And then they're going to learn how to do online advertising. And then they're going to learn how to do SEO. And so they're learning all these things, but they're not truly mastering any of them. So your marketing efforts are going to be limited to whatever it is that they're actually skillful at. So you'll need to keep this in mind when hiring a full-time employee. If you're a smaller business and you're hiring, let's say you hire two marketing people, uh, one does digital marketing, one does more of your traditional marketing and your sales. Well, that's two salaries. Let's just go ahead and say both salaries are $50,000 a year. It's $100,000 plus the benefits. And so now you're spending $100,000 a year for two people 
One's good at traditional, one's good at digital, but neither are experts at everything. They're both good at what they do. Maybe the digital marketing person uh, is very strong with, uh, with Google advertising, but they're not strong at anything else. Well, you're going to have good Google advertising for $50,000 a year. Oh, by the way, you still have to pay Google for that advertising. So you're paying this person for a salary. That does not include the money that you have to budget to spend on these avenues for marketing. So keep that in mind. And so this person is a good online advertiser. You have, still have to pay Google. And now your other areas of digital marketing like SEO and social media and your website are average at best. And so you're paying $100,000 for two salaries plus you're running 10% of your revenue in marketing. That's another 50,000, let's just say. So $150,000 a year in marketing and it's not going to be stellar across the board. It's just it's going to be as good as their skill sets are across the board. So when you hire an agency, let's pretend that agency has 10 people. They have an SEO specialist. They have a web developer. They have a web designer. They have a digital marketing manager. They have a social media manager. You're paying that agency and you're getting all 10 of those people and you're getting a little bit of each person's skill set. So that model is a little bit more favorable for the business owner who can't afford to hire an full stack marketing team in-house. So when you think about all these things and you and you factor it all out, it really is more affordable to hire a marketing agency for your digital marketing. That's all I had for today's episode. Um, thanks for tuning in. I hope that you learned something out of this. I hope that it raised some questions for you and I hope that it really got you thinking. When you are choosing a marketing partner, it's a very serious decision, and we understand that, and we want to help you understand what's best for your business. So if you are in the market for a new marketing partner, a new agency partner, contact us today at RivalDigital.com. We will work with your budget to help find a good solution for your business that, that helps achieve your business goals. And if you don't have a budget, we'll help you establish a budget. We'll help you better understand what your monthly budget should look like. Uh, And we'll also do a free comprehensive review of all of your current and existing marketing efforts. And we'll show you uh, some areas of opportunity, some things that we think that you should do to improve. Um, And we would love to have the chance to earn your business. So again, contact us today, rivaldigital.com. Thanks for tuning in, and I will see you all next time. (laughs) 